Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. It gives you unlimited daily cash back that can earn 4.15% annual percentage yield when you open a savings account. A high-yield, low-effort way to grow your money with no fees. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone to start earning and growing your daily cash with savings today. Apple Card subject to credit approval. Savings is available to Apple Card owners. Subject to eligibility. Savings accounts by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Instacart helps you get beer and wine delivered in as fast as an hour. So, whether you need to fill the cooler for tailgate season or fill your glass for Pinot by the fire season, you can save time by getting fall sips delivered in just a few clicks. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 or over for alcohol delivery where available. Instacart. Add life to cart. Yo, what's going on, Sound of Sharks fans? As you can see, I corrected the graphic from earlier today. This is the after party for the 2023 rookie faceoff game one, Sharks versus Kings, not the Coyotes, as I started off earlier this morning. What's up, everyone? I'm Aaron James. Super, super excited to report that the Sound of Sharks have picked up a dub. Honestly, let's be real. First couple of periods, Kind of kind of worrisome there. I was getting a little anxious because, as previously mentioned, the San Jose Sharks lost their meeting against the LA Kings last season 3-0. to They got shut out. So after that first period, I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Four consecutive rookie face-off tournament periods of being held off the scoreboard wasn't looking that great. Um, let's, let's just kind of... Um, we're just kind of gathering our thoughts right now, kind of reacting to today's game. TGIF, by the way, to everybody out there in Sharks territory. What a great way to begin the weekend and end the work week, right? Friday afternoon, Sharks hockey, some of the most exciting players to wear till pick up a dub against L.A. They beat L.A. in Las Vegas. I don't think it gets any better than that. Obviously a win during the regular season will probably be bigger than this. But as of right now, having waited so long for some actual competition, I'm loving it. Um, so if you want to join the conversation, do so by enjoying this program on Twitter, excuse me, on X, Facebook, and YouTube. That's where we're streaming live right now. This again is the after party, all right? If we lost, it may have been called the aftermath. But right now, this is the after party. Sharks defeat the Kings, the Sharks prospects, rookies, and their AHL um, you know, players in the CUDA defeat the Ontario Reign and the LA Kings prospects and draft picks 4-3 to three in a shootout courtesy of goals by none other than Daniel Gushin and William Eklund. Pick it up right where they left off from... In the previous tournament. All right. So uh, again, this is right here. It's going to be a pure reaction show. Let me get up um, a present 
let me get up some um, something better to look at here for those of you who are enjoying the video version. Um, so here's a, just a quick look uh, again at LA's roster. These are the um, forwards, defensemen, and goaltenders who's, who they have with them for this um, weekend at the Rookie Faceoff Tournament. I'm not going to go into these players because we did so earlier during the pregame, but simply just want to give you guys something a little bit – watching the video version, something more visual, maybe something a little bit more stimulating to, um, you know, to look at while we talk and recap this game. Again, San Jose Sharks defeat the Kings in the shootout 4-3. to three. Um Let's start from the top, all right? So from the very top, first and foremost, I don't know if this is on the Sounds of Sharks per se because the stream was being carried by uh, Black Dog Hockey. No uh, surprise there. They carried it, I think, when uh, the Sharks played in Arizona a couple of seasons ago. And um, I think they tend to be the ones that carry these exhibition games as well. As a matter of fact, they had that Arizona um Rookie Faceoff Tournament from 2021 up and available for free if you want to, you know, go back in time and watch some of the uh, the Sharks prospects, um, you know, do it there in the desert. Or, you know, stick, you know, just stay tuned right now. We'll talk about how they're doing it right now in the desert currently. So uh, first period, like I said, the Sharks got shut out. So if you weren't aware, when the Sharks played L.A. last season here in San Jose, they lost 3-0. That was the final game of the Rookie Faceoff Tournament. All right. Um, so... Kind of ended on a sour note with a bad taste in our mouth. We head over here to Vegas and we face the same opponent that we had last time in the rookie faceoff tournament. And they held us off the scoreboard again for the first 20 minutes. Got a lot of us wondering, um, you know, what's going on with the Sharks? Because, um, okay, let's just be real. I don't want to be all over the place. But throughout the game, throughout the game, there were some opportunities there that may have been missed. Uh, whether it's because some of our players are essentially getting like uh, cut off or taken out of the play. There were some definitely uh, opportunities to put the puck on the net where it looked like it was wide open. But, I mean, what do I know? My perspective is limited from looking through the live stream through that net and at that angle on the rink. Anyways, um, so the San Jose Sharks, you know, skating forward into the second period. It all really began. So, you know, LA scored. They striked first, all right? So it was a scoreless first period, all right? Sharks and the Kings did not put anything up in the first 20 minutes. Second period is where the action started to really take uh, take hold. Uh, the Kings scored first. Boo, who cares? But it was about, uh, about seven minutes or so remaining in the second period where the Sharks started to come to life. And um, it started with, RTM Grieve, um, you know, dropping the gloves and laying some haymakers. He was not only just laying some haymakers, he was he was <laughs> he was taking some too. Let's be real there. Um I honestly haven't seen a hockey fight like that squared up, like just straight up standing up squared, like you know, face to face and just you know, exchanging like pure exchange of hands between both um both competitors for the uh, L.A. Kings, it was, and I'm going to try to say this correctly, Samuel Hellenius. But, yeah, my goodness, a 79 for the Kings. Um, RTM Guryev, I believe he wears number 52 or 62. Let me get my uh, facts straight here really quick. Um, 82, pardon me, 82. Uh, it was Gannon LaRock, who we'll talk about a little bit later, who um, I believe changed his number to 28. But, anyways, back to the fight. Usually you'll see Jersey being tugged, maybe attempts to pull the sweater over the head. 
this right here, literally, these guys just grabbed each other's shoulders and were just exchanging, exchanging fist to face. It was really impressive. If you want to see um, a replay of that, you can do so by following our social media accounts on Instagram and X. We have videos of those right there on our social feed, uh, ready for you guys to check it out. Uh, so after that fight, a couple minutes later, Tristan Robbins, um, he finds the back of the net by what was a super, super silky smooth. I mean, it doesn't get any cleaner. It doesn't get any sexier than that. That zone entry, that zone entry, man. Um, again, if you want to check out the highlights of this um, of this game, of the scoring and the fights, do so by checking out our um, social media accounts. But boy, oh boy. Um, it was like a a cross, a like a, a like the zone entry that they were like crossing each other, Tristan Robbins and William Eklund. Uh, they did like a, they literally formed like an X in front of each other. I almost thought they were going to collide, like clip, clip knees, but the speed, the veracity, you know, the veracity or whatever they say. <laughs> Anyways, my bad. I'm trying to quote Alfred from, um, from the Dark Knight Rises. We're talking about Bane, but, um, Tristan Robbins and William Eklund, baby, they brought that speed in that zone entry. And then Eklund with that drop pass, uh, Tristan Robbins obviously puts it on net and he ties the game for the San Jose Sharks. The game is now one to one with almost, um, with um, what was it? One to one with just a, a little bit under five minutes ago in this in the uh, second period, of course, in traditional sharks fashion, they surrender a goal. I'm not going to get into the goal scores for LA Kings because I could care less. Sound of the sharks fans just bringing uh, you know, just bringing the um, you know, the sharks love and highlights to y'all here, or excuse me, um, game notes to you guys here. Um, so. The interesting thing about that fight with Grave is earlier in the game, um, I don't, I'm not too sure if it was the same uh, Kings player. I don't think it was the same, the same Kings player that did it to him, but he was, um, he drew the penalty. Uh, Grave was penalized apparently. Oh, he drew the penalty. I forgot. And it was long story short. He's put into the boards uh, rather uh, pretty, pretty nasty. Like to be honest with you. Um, Again, very limited by the angle and have to and having to see through the mesh of the net, right at these rinks on these live streams. But um, what was very peculiar and very like unnecessary is that uh, he was being stood over literally. So he was put into the boards like right behind the goal, uh, the goal. And I'll say right like near the half wall, not necessarily in the trapezoid, but kind of right there in the corner uh, behind the goal line. And then the Kings player. Uh, just stood over him. So Gurdjieff is laying on the ice. He's visibly in discomfort. And this King player has the audacity to just be like literally standing over him, like talking smack, kind of pushing him still down on the ice. Um, so I was really happy to see um, him get back on the ice and um, drop the gloves. You know what I'm saying? And um, I know when it comes to hockey fights, some people like to say if you know whoever whoever hits the ice like if whoever puts the other player on the ice essentially kind of like wins it's almost like like in ufc if you have like you know the ground game and you get them to submit so to speak um but it doesn't tell you know it doesn't have the whole entire um story or tell behind the scrap uh bottom line is uh even though well this fight kind of got stopped before it even hit the ice but um toward the end of the fight um samuel helenius pardon me if i'm saying it correctly um, he kind of started to get some of the leverage over uh, Gary Dave. But again, watch that fight. My goodness. 
gracious notes itself. Do not mess with Gurdjieff Wright. Do not mess with this guy. Um, I believe Curtis Pashalka on X reported that Mike Greer wanted pushback, and uh, Gurdjieff answered. He answered with his fist. And um, again, that kind of, I feel like, got the momentum swinging in the Sharks' way. And then Tristan Robbins um, scores the first goal for the San Jose Sharks, the first goal of the 2023 Rookie Faceoff Tournament. Um, no surprise there for us because as we were talking about prior to the game, um, Tristan Robbins and William Eklund led the team in goals in last year's 2022 rookie face-off tournament. So they're picking up right where they left off. So is Daniel Gushin. He, um, you know, he scored him and William Eklund scored in the shootout, which we'll get to momentarily as we wrap up the second period here. Uh, but again, they led the Sharks at points last season. The whole point of me bringing it up now. So um, the Sharks prospects, um, those who look like they have a roster spot, essentially um, they have a roster spot kind of stenciled in already. Like, you know, they're guaranteed to be with the Sharks this year and those who may be fighting for that Kuda spot or even trying to try, you know, try to make it to the main roster. Um, you know, they're, they're picking up right where they left off in terms of production, but better this time around because this time they um, put up four goals on the Kings. All right, so uh, in the third period right now, we're just talking about the scoring. Uh, Bradley um, Bradley Merrick, or Brad Merrick, depending on who you ask, uh, ties the game up for the Sharks. Again, the Kings led the game at the end of that um, of that first period, or the second period. Uh, Sharks, they tied it up, Tristan Robbins, but they surrendered a goal right before the second period. So 2-1, leading to the third. Uh, that's when we get the tie from Brad Merrick. Um, super, super... Um, like for me, what really stood out was the board play. Okay, so you could see that the Sharks, they are committing three guys at least toward the puck. So if you go look at that replay, um, and this is full strength, this is even strength, all right? But you got three Sharks players on that boards right there near the faceoff circle, kind of controlling the tempo, controlling the pace of the puck. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe the Sharks did that practically the whole game. Uh, they were out shooting the um the kings like 18 to like like 18 to 9 or something like that like almost twice as many shots so it was getting worrisome the fact that they weren't able to score in that first period but uh they got better as the game progressed and it really i really think it took that uh extra physicality from grieve to really spark you know spark the fire underneath these guys and um they're able to you know handle handle business there my bad let me just keep um Scrolling through this here for the video version. So here we go. Um, again, just something to look at. Here's the following games. If you're watching the video version, um, if you are enjoying this show again, by the way, super impromptu, super just, uh, you know, spur of the moment uh, post game show essentially here. But this is the after party of game one of the 2023 rookie face off Sharks defeat the LA Kings. If you're enjoying the show on YouTube or Facebook, drop a comment. If you're watching on X, just chill like you have been doing and, and continue to enjoy the show. All right. So some things I like, some players that stood out to me, Ethan Cardwell, man, who we, he had himself. Okay. So in that third period, I don't know if he's getting gassed or what it was, but uh, he had a couple opportunities to really, um, you know, make a huge impact on the ice for the sharks. Um, he seemed to get maybe caught up or tangled up or tripped up in that third period where he had an opportunity for a two on none or two on one. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was that he had the break with. Um, I want to say it was Gushin, but I could be mistaken. 
anyways, um, but it was obvious that the puck was being centered for him to put the to put you know to put it away behind the net, but he wasn't there. He got caught up, caught up and tripped up. Um, but prior to that, he was laying he you know he was laying some hits. He's playing you know being very physical game, putting some bodies on the ice. Um, he had an opportunity to um, to bury a couple down low. So I, I was I was loving that um, Henry Thrun. I think I'm gonna have to get myself a number three jersey. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> looked really good on the ice um, goaltending. I'm a goalie. I play goalie, not a pro level, but I have love for the goalie. So I just got to say right now, uh, Ram, uh, Georgie did an amazing job, an amazing job. Um, really held us at the end of that game. Um, so my bad, I'm all over the place. Uh, third period, uh, the San Jose Sharks, we're taking a lead. They took a lead. As a matter of fact, it was three to two uh, for Gallon LaRoque. Uh, LaRoque, Gallon LaRoque. Blast the puck. Gives the Sharks a three to two uh, lead. Whew, I'm telling you, man. The Cuda and the Sharks are going to. You infuse these guys into the Sharks main roster. You keep them on the Cuda, but if you fuse them into the Sharks main roster, then we are going to have ourselves a very competitive team. I want to say this right now. Because I know it's kind of, um, you know, it's, it's kind of been the trend to kind of like, you know, dismiss or write off our Sharks before the season has it begun. I'm just going to say two things. Number one, if you're going to root for the Sharks to lose and talk smack about the Sharks and say that they're not a great team now, we don't want to hear from you or see you when they start winning this season or in the future. Just saying, I'm always going to cheer for my Sharks to win now, not playing for uh, draft picks Y'all had your chats with the tank last season, all right? I think that time is behind us. It's time to start winning now. Anyways, uh, the second thing I want to say here is, um, again, I know the San Jose Sharks, a lot of people, mainly mainstream, right? Um, I'll say Fairweather fans or maybe even people who, like, covered a team as, like, a profession, maybe not have – maybe weren't really uh, diehard – Bleeding till fans, you know, for a long time, maybe just jumped on the bandwagon recently. Uh, but bottom line is this, and probably because of Carlson, you know, that Norris Trophy winning season. But a lot, a lot of people seem to be very opinionated about our team as of late. And um, I'm just going to say this: just because they're trading away the likes of like a Norris Trophy winner, Eric Carlson, or just because they traded away Timo Meyer and all these other guys, you know, some of you want to go further back and talk about Evander Kane. Uh, you know, our top goal scorers is the whole uh, point of this. Uh, just because those guys are no longer on our squad doesn't mean that we don't have anybody capable of filling that void or taking the mantle or being able to step up and do the same thing or more. Maybe not on, you know, maybe not on the scale like Carlson. That's going to be some big skates to fill. Maybe you won't follow one defenseman. But I'm telling you right now, Henry Thrun, Shakir Mukhamadoulin, etc. These guys, they have what it takes to take on that workload and give the Sharks team, give the Sharks team, you know, um, whatever, you know, whatever it is that people feel are, are going to be uh, missing with uh, certain superstars who have recently left San Jose. Okay. My bad. I didn't get off my little soapbox there. I just want to say that because I'd be seeing this a lot, man. I mean, I'd be seeing like the, um, for those of you who like to bet on the game, I, I'd be seeing like our odds, like we're essentially being written off. That's bull shark. That is bull shark. All right. I'm telling you. The same people 
who are talking smack and saying that the Sharks are going to be good this season are going to be the same people who are going to be like, you know, um, ear-to-ear grin and smile and trying to be all celebratory, acting like they, this is what they wanted when that time comes. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, the Sharks are going to be competitive this season. Anyways, you hear it here first. And if they don't, I don't care. I want to go for these guys every year. One more thing on my till uh, soapbox here, because I know I'm going to be showing a lot of love to these rookies, and I know a lot of you guys are probably thinking, this is just the prospects. This is just some players who are going to be on the CUDA. Maybe a couple of players are going to make it to the Sharks' this roster, right? So let's not overreact off of a exhibition game, essentially, right? But this is what I'm going to say, okay? Um, for the Sharks' main roster. For those of you who are talking about vets who are going to be like trade deadline deals or guys who are on the team essentially making a pit stop here, you know, and except, listen, I don't care. I don't care what the analytics say. I don't care what graphs you want to compile to prove your point. I don't care, uh, you know, what you feel about this player's production. I don't care what they did prior to their arrival in San Jose. As a San Jose Sharks fan, I care about one thing and how that is how they perform in till their years in till there. I'm off my soapbox back to the rookie face off my bad. Super stoked, super excited. Good Friday. Indeed it is. Um, I'm inviting you all to the conversation. My bad. I know I went a little uh, unhinged there, but this is unfiltered by the way. Um, so I want to call it how it is. I'm excited now. And, um, man, I really hope that the Sharks, um, you know, could continue to have a successful tournament. We have another game coming up tomorrow against the Vegas Golden Knights. That's the one we really want to win, obviously. And then the Arizona Coyotes will, um, you know, we'll finish up the tournament on Monday morning against the Coyotes. Um, and then that's it, baby. One week. One week from today, we'll all be getting ready here in San Jose to attend the home opener for the preseason. And uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. But back to the rookie face-off tournaments here. Um, so after um, the third period, LA Kings is leading 2-1. to one. Uh, San Jose starts to take the lead. Gan LaRocque, he gives us um, – uh, uh, excuse me, Brad, Brad Merrick ties the game for us. Gan LaRocque gives us the lead. Um, so it's 3-3. Three, three. After three, we all learned, uh, and kind of usual, that the overtime is a three-on-three format. Of course, the Sharks commit a penalty prior – to the uh, overtime. So they had to start off four on three. Um, eventually it got evened out. The Sharks were able to draw a penalty. And then it just kind of was going back and forth again. Um, Want to give a shout out, stick taps and all that, all that, you know, all that love to goaltender uh, Georgie Romanoff because he really kept the Sharks in the game, especially during that um, final minute when they're shorthanded and in the overtime periods. Um, and in that final minute, you know, the Kings, the Kings are coming at us. They, they really were, they were, um, you know, they're trying to bring it and they're trying to end it um, before um, the skills competition, which is what it ultimately, ultimately ended up um, leading to. So um, with that being said in overtime, our goal scorers. Uh, so uh, Romanoff was perfect. Didn't let a single goal in. So, Sharks forwards had an easy uh, an easy uh, task ahead of them. They just had to put the puck behind the net twice to wrap up the game. And Gushin and Eklund did that for the Sharks. So um, to wrap up your goal scorers, I want to go through it one more time. Uh, it was a scoreless first period. In the second period, um, Tristan Robbins scored the first goal of the game for the Sharks. In 
the third period, Brad Merrick, Bradley Merrick, Gannon LaRock, and uh, they scored the second and third goals of the game for the San Jose Sharks. And um, Gushin and Eklund combined with some saves by uh, Romanoff uh, gave the Sharks a 4-3 shootout victory. All right. My bad to everyone who had to endure that rant in between. But I'm just being for real, man. I'm being for real, Sharks fans. Um, you know, when you miss the playoffs four years in a row, of course, you're going to kind of be the, uh, you know, the butt end of some jokes and, you know, in the hockey world. But I think it's a little, um, I think it's a little blasphemous for, uh, people to be kind of like, uh, writing this off before the season even began. And I think it's kind of, um, hilarious for people to essentially like try to evaluate a player's worth or how they can contribute to the locker room, to the organization, to other players. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, we had, we had Scott Thornton on the show earlier this summer and that's a testament right there. He was hung, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, like him playing with Mike Ritchie, he would have not had that career year. So, uh, I mean, if you guys want to go a little bit higher, you know, if you want to talk about his cousin, you want to talk about, you know, Chichu and how Thornton had that effect on Chichu, or you want to talk about how, um, you know, so on and so forth. You get the point I'm trying to get at here. So, I'm excited for the Sharks because we acquired a lot of guys with, with you know, um, with the skill, the leadership, the veteran, um, you know, the veteran uh, presence and the poise, in my opinion, to, you know, be impactful on the careers of the guys that we're seeing on the ice today. And, you know, maybe they're not going to, you know, go wild and out and score, you know, they're not going to be like 20, 15, 10 plus goal scorers, maybe not. You know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll collect more apples than they will, um, you know, goal lights. But the bottom line is, um, you know, you don't know how these vets are going to impact these, um, you know, these younger players. And you don't know how these younger players are going to, like, you know, rejuvenate or, you know, give the veterans, you know, that that extra oomph to, you know, um, you know make the difference there. Um, so my bad. I know I'm just kind of talking in general generalities here or kind of like, you know, hasty generalizations is a better way of saying it. But you get the gist I'm trying to say is I'm trying to give Sharks fans out there a little bit um, – you know, a little bit um, more, um, I don't know what the word is, but pretty much, you know, rather than like talking down my sharks, I'm going to build them up because I'm excited. I want to give you all fans out there something, you know, exciting to look forward to. And that's just the truth. All right. So forget what the fair weather fans say. Forget what all, you know, what all the random accounts that appear out of the woods, <laughs> you know, every like blue moon to give their, you know, like, whatever opinion on the sounds of sharks and, you know, maybe, um, let's, you know, don't lend your ear so much to tone deaf, um, you know, opinions out there. Uh, sounds of sharks are looking promising and this game could be a testament game one. Okay. That right there is a good spot to kind of take a breath. And, um, because this is Shark City Unfiltered and is brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network, that means that today's show is also going to be sponsored by DraftKings. So I would like to take a brief moment to share a word from our sponsors, and I'll do so um, with a quick ad read. And thank you to everybody. My bad. Um, I'll be real with you. I'm trying something new. Never done a... Um, Post game reaction. I think after party is pretty uh, appropriate name here, but um, 
We're going to pause from that for a moment to hear from our uh, friends at DraftKings, all right? So football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCPD, CCPG, pardon me, dot org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, see terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after ensuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Um, which eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply? Okay. All right. Wrapping it up here. Thank you to everybody who's joining us for this um, really quick impromptu uh, wrap up of today's action. Sounds like Sharks defeated the LA Kings. Via shootout four to three, I went to the skills competition. Um, everyone that was hyped up, everybody we spoke of, Quinton Musty, Ethan Cardwell, William Eklund, Tristan Robbins, Daniel Gushin, everyone that we covered practically to the pregame show showed up and showed out for today's game. Um, Romanov had some fantastic saves, some fantastic saves, and even one which I consider he robbed. He you know reached around. Um, and prevented the puck from going across the goal line. Um, so we have now here available for us. Uh, this right here is the official score sheet. So this right here is uh, the um, the Vegas. Uh, I don't even want to say that name, but I got to give them credit. Their PR, they released the official stats. Um so I'm just my bad. I'm peeking at them for a second. Yep. So sharks, all their goals is even strength. So um, now we got some details here. So um, first sharks goal, Tristan Robbins was assisted by William Eklund. So Eklund picks up an assist in today's game. I'm digging it. Um, the second goal. Even strength that was in the third period by uh, Brad Merrick was assisted by Ozzy Weisblatt. The third goal by LaRock, that blast from the point, was assisted by Merrick again and or by Merrick and by Brandon Coe. Uh, Brandon Coe, from my understanding, stood, uh, he stayed in San Jose the entire summer. Um, so I, th- I think the guy's ready. He's committed. Definitely a CUDA. Um, hopefully a shark um, soon, very soon. But Bradley Merrick, what a game. Um, two points on the game today. Um, we'll say that Eklund had himself a good game too. He had some opportunities, you know, to do some things that were fancy. But, um, you know, that assist and that goal in the shootout was good enough. Uh, let's look at the penalties here really quick. Uh, the San Jose Sharks 
what was really tough, but it's kind of the same thing for uh, both teams. So both teams were unable to score any um, power play goals. The only special teams goal, unfortunately, was scored against San Jose. Uh, that was in the first period, or excuse me, second period, the first goal of the game, which was scored by um, Los Angeles Kings player uh, Andre Lee, left winger. He um, scored shorthanded against the Sharks about halfway through that second period. But that was the only um, special team's goal. The Sharks went 0-4-6, I believe it was. Is it 6 or 5? Let me just make sure. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. My bad. They went 0-5. for five. LA Kings went 0-4. for four. So Sharks, very unsuccessful on the power play. Very successful on the penalty kill. Uh, that, that sounds about right for San Jose Sharks fans. Uh, Georgi Romanov faced 44 uh, shots total, if I'm not mistaken. So he faced 10 shots in the first, 10 shots in the second, 22 shots in the third, two in overtime. Like I said, that third period, man, he was holding it down. He really kept the Sharks in that game. Um, as, far the, as far as the Sharks go, they put 17 shots on net in the first period, nine in the second on uh, Jacob Ingham, and then they did a uh, goaltender change midway through, and uh, they start, that's actually who they got their um, their goals off of was uh, Eric Portillo. So he allowed a, a goal in the second, then those two goals in the third, and obviously the, um, the shootout shootout goals. But um, that second period, so first period, Sharks seventeen shots on net. Second, fifteen shots on net. Third period, nine shots on net. Uh, so for 15 shots on net, Sharks got a goal in the second, and for nine shots, they got two goals. So it was looking pretty solid there. And then another four, uh, another four shots on net for the Sharks in overtime before they went to the uh, the shootout. So uh, I think that's pretty much you know where we're at. I think that's a good wrap. Um, obviously, today's uh, 2023 rookie face-off tournament was um, played at the City National Arena, the official um, practice facility of the. Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, there's 451 people in attendance. So, uh, you know, a lot of people showed up to watch this game. Uh, it looked packed from the stream. It was pretty exciting. But, yeah, there it is. That is your quick wrap-up of this uh, first rookie face-off tournament game. I am Aaron James. I'm inviting everybody out there who's enjoying this show right now, uh, whether it's on X, um on your favorite podcast platform on Facebook or on YouTube. I'm inviting y'all out there to um, go ahead and drop me a message at your friends at sharkcityhockey.com. If um, you are interested in perhaps, uh, you know, um, being a part of the shark city hockey family, serious inquiries only. Um, but yeah, if not, by all means, drop me a DM too. Um, got some really cool, exciting things that I want to roll out for this upcoming season, our fifth anniversary season of covering San Jose Sharks. Uh, so if you're interested in being a part of the team, by all means, uh, you know, drop me a DM. Um, and you can, of course, follow us at Shark City Hockey on social media. All right, that is it. I am done for the day. Two shows in one day, baby. We gave you a pregame and we gave you an after party. So maybe we'll call it a pre-fade. Who knows? Uh, anyways. I'm Aaron James. That's been Shark City Unfiltered. This is the second part of a two-part series covering the first game of the 2023 Rookie Faceoff Tournament. Thank you to everyone who's chimed in earlier this morning and throughout this um, broadcast. 
And yeah, that is it, baby. I'm done. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my energy drink here. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Friday. Sharks are going to take on the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. Let's put that schedule up one more time for everybody. If you don't know by now, if you don't know by now, Sharks are going to be streaming on SJSharks.com. Yeah, the audio didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work on the stream this uh, right off the bat, but it's all good. They got it fixed. And, you know, when all else fills, you can always catch it on Sharks Audio Network. All right, everyone. I'm Aaron James. I'm signing off for uh, the rest of the evening here. Um, again, if you're interested in being on the show or if you're interested in, um, you know, collaborating, by all means, uh, drop me a DM. It's uh, open season right now, accepting applications. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been it. That's a wrap. Thank you once again to everyone. And um, y'all have a rest of your, uh, have a great rest of your day. Uh, until tomorrow night, let's go Sharks.